0: Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. Uh, we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and typically Twitter. Still working with through that Twitter situation. Uh, but also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok, Nashville's on demand sports talk network. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com mandu the pulse of fitness one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room mandu.com your first workout is free wilson county hyundai make them a part of your car buying process check them out in lebanon or head out to wilsoncountyhyundai.com and the bone and joint institute boneandjointtn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care so the titans are the number one seed In the AFC for the second week in a row. And the weird thing, Zach, is that last week we didn't really have a chance to talk about that because we were going to talk about that uh, until the news broke uh, Monday morning that Derrick Henry had a broken bone in his foot and everything switched to life without Derrick Henry. How long is it going to be? What's the impact? Can the Titans still save the season? What are the expectations, right? But now, they just handle the Rams on national TV with a dominant defense uh, and enough offense to get the job done. This We get to actually focus on the Titans being the number one team in the AFC th- this week.
1: Yeah, well, I look, love of the show early on because, and Austin, I think you'll appreciate this, George comes in with a great analogy of some of our our customer service struggles with Twitter. George brings up Twitter live has a Jones fracture and is feared to be out the rest of the season. We don't know. We don't know when it's going to come back. So that's why we've, we found our Adrian Peterson on YouTube. And Let's just look, say I, our Adrian Peterson is performing better than the Titans. Actual Adrian Peterson. Well, so and the, but but the Titans have come up with a running back by committee concept. And they were going to have to, look, The it's still a long season. They still got a lot of games to play without their best player, right? Mm -hmm. And so other defenses are going to try to cue on what the Titans are wanting to do offensively. But McNichols and you had Peterson and Foreman, the trio of those did enough with what the defense did in the first half, right? Playing with a lead, the Titans are good at playing with a lead. And so if they can get up... now. They're not going to have Derrick Henry to come back and save them, and, and, and like they did against the Colts, and he, he had, at least he was on the field after that Jones fracture, and that still posed a threat for the Colts. Down fourteen points early on, they they came storming back and were able to win that game in overtime. Now that the Titans are the number one seed in the AFC, I don't think that it is that far fetched that they can't stay that way. Well, and we'll I, talk, I think that that's a real possibility.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about how the Titans can get there. As you see, the graphic says the road to the number one seed, which Mike Grable's not interested in talking about. Uh, but uh, Dom does bring this up. He says, "Guys, number one seed is fun, but you can't ignore the fact that the Titans lost at home last year in the playoffs and won on the road the year before. So, how much does it really matter?" Which Dom, look though, that that is correct. And the Titans have had the number one seed how many times before, Zach? Twice. They've had the number one seed twice in the AFC playoffs uh, before Uh, they lost at home to the Ravens both time after the bye week in in a dramatic fashion. Uh, One was the Ray Lewis interception ripping it away from Eddie George with the red end zones where the Titans played great defensively, but a blocked field goal and that pick six were the were the game. And then when Chris Johnson's ankle got turned by somebody in a Ravens pile and he was out for the second half and the Titans lost in the 2008-2009 yeah, well, Algie play. Crumpler
1: fumbling was yes. the big key to that game. That was so, the impactful play.
0: But does it matter? Yes, it absolutely matters, especially when you're talking about the situation the Titans are in because what's the timeline on Derrick Henry? Six to ten weeks. And at the time of the surgery, week 10 of that recovery is – the last week of the regular season. So a bye week would give Derrick Henry extra time to either come back from said foot injury or have a, an opportunity to play with the last couple of games of the regular season, then have an off week to get things geared up for the second round of the playoffs. And as several people brought up the fact that, uh, you know it, it, less games you just got to win two games and you're in the Super Bowl if you have that first round bye. and there's only one team in each conference these days with seven playoff teams that have the first round by and it would be massive for the Titans to be able to get that for the third time in franchise history.
1: Mike Vrabel said this to all of us after their AFC championship game lost to the Chiefs a couple of years ago and he knows this because he he experienced it. He played for the New England Patriots, which they understand the recipe, the easiest way to get to the Super Bowl is with home field advantage and a first round buy. It's not quantum physics, right? Yeah. You're not sitting there, you're it's not rock rocket science. It's pretty easy, and I think compared to those other two times that they were the number 1 seed, it's different cuz there's only one. There's yep. not two anymore. And yep. so that is the recipe. We talked a lot about the recipe of what the Titans, on how they win. Now, that was with Derrick Henry. They're going to have to find a new recipe and kind of alter their, their cake batter for the rest of the season because they don't have their main ingredient. But they still got to make it taste good. The, the recipe for the Super Bowl is a first-round buy. And if you don't get the job done, that's on you, bro, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it is there's no excuses. If you're the number 1 seed, you should go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is the outlier, right? That's a unique game in a unique situation, usually neutral site except for last year, and it's kind of anybody's game, right? right? How do you how do you deal with the adversities of Super Bowl week? Do you go out and party and get a bunch of strippers and hang out is <laughs> are you, is like the Dallas Cowboys? Or are you concentrating on your goal? And a lot of teams handle it differently. What's the storyline leading up to the Super Bowl? How is that a distraction? Do you got deer antler spray talking about a dislocated elbow heading into the week? We don't know. But the easiest way to get to the game, which the Titans have not been in that game since 1999, throwback to the the Rams-Titans rivalry renewed Mm -hmm. this past weekend, Mike Vrabel knows it, and they have a great opportunity to go get it.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. We'll go over that. George says, hopefully the Ravens are the three seed and the Titans are the one. So guaranteed to not play them until the AFC championship game. That, that would be correct because the Titans would, th- would play the, the lowest seed uh, in whoever advances, which would be the four seed or the, you know, or the five seed w- winner, or even a six or a seven. So that they would be able to avoid the two seed and the three seed until uh, the, the, Uh, AFC championship game. So it would be huge to get uh, the home uh, field advantage throughout the playoffs and that first round bye for Derek Henry's purposes. So let's, let's talk about this a bit because we do have a key stat about this Titan situation. And I saw this yesterday. Here is the stat. I'll throw that up there uh, on the screen here is that the Titans, according to football power index, and this is Paul Hembo from ESPN, according to football power index, which is an ESPN metric, the Titans have played the most difficult schedule in the NFL. The Titans own the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. And Hembo says, number one seed, here they come. So you're 7-2 and two with the most difficult schedule played, and you've got the easiest one ahead of you. So, Zach, let's ask everybody this question. What does the Titans' record need to be for them to get the first round by? What does the Titans record need to be for them to get the first round by? So they are seven and two now. There are, what, eight games remaining. So what does the Titans record need to be to get the number one by? And we'll get your comments here shortly. But let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt, know who to go to. Know who to trust. That's the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute. Again, boneandjointtn.org. They have over a dozen doctors there at their facility in Franklin, which means they have a specialist for whatever joint or whatever orthopedic issue you currently have or will have in the future. They have somebody who can absolutely get that right for you, as well as a state-of-the-art physical rehab therapy uh, facility in their campus right there in Franklin. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go.
1: Don't forget to download the app BetMGM. They are our title sponsor here on the morning show. Promo code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of sports books. Austin, you know how you get bad beats, and I—we've had our fair share. Well, you've had a bad beat. I had plenty of bad beats this college football season. Coastal yes. Carolina kneeling the football, uh, and, and I lose by half a point on the over was a bad beat last right. night. Austin. I had a bad win. I don't know. Wait, what do you want? Wait, how, how do you call when you backdoor your way into an unbelievable win? What is that? A backdoor back win. A backdoor win? <laughs> yeah. That's well, difficult. open or, the back you know door. What? Hey, hey, a win's a win, baby. It's a win counts. is a win, baby. Carl Anthony Towns over 24 and a half to get to 25. He had to hit a 39-foot game-tying three at the end of regulation. <laughs> that also, I had that uh, I had doubled down that he would make three three pointers. Wow. He had two three pointers at the time. Oh, I wow. won hundred dollars on one shot, and it was bleak. I was one streaming it on my foot phone. Shot,
0: that's pretty. Nuts oh right my there.
1: god, it was unreal. That was that's a great regular season basketball game. Shout out to Cat last night. Bet him, and shout out to BetMGM for paying me that dough this morning. All right. So, what does the Titans
0: record? need to be for them to get the number one seed in the first round by uh in the playoffs. I'm trying to scroll to the top of the comments because you guys just ripped them off. Uh, and I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot. I'm not going to be able to get to all the top of them. I'm seeing a lot of there's a 14 and three from Greg, uh 13 and four, 14 and 3 and a lot of 13 and fours. Uh, Ian says the Titans will finish seven and one, which will give them a uh 14 and three record at the end of the season. Uh, and Michael McKnight says, depends on if the Titans play like they did against the Jets, they were easy. Uh, James says thirteen and four, Xavier on YouTube, thirteen and four. Green says this year twelve will do it, which is interesting. Uh, and Steven says, hey, at least the Titans aren't going nine and seven this year. That's a good point. <laughs> they shouldn't <clears throat> excuse me, they shouldn't go nine and seven this year. Josh says fifteen or, and two or fourteen and three. Brandon says thirteen and four we're getting 13 and four slash 14 and three 13 and four Zach I, I think is by far the most popular answer there are some 14 and threes and 15 and twos but uh and and Ken and a couple people have said 12 wins the afc has been beating up on each other so Ken thinks 12 ah that's you need a lot to go your way to get the number one seed at 12 and five in my opinion I think that's where tiebreakers are very very important and the type titans have a couple key tiebreakers uh right now but i do think uh 12 is a risky situation uh to to get the number one seed so what do you think the answer is what record do they need to get to be able to have this number one seed
1: i think it's 12 and 4 i think that is the correct answer 13 and, and 4 or 13 and 4 god they i got me good you got map. me <laughs> got me uh I think it is 13 and four. You have four losses uh, at the end of the day. Because, uh, and we're going to ask you a good question on the threat. I have the answer to that because I did some research before the show. You have to look at future schedules, right? You just looked at the the Titans' future schedule. It bodes well for the two-tone blue because they took care of business and went 4-0 in a very, very important stretch against two AFC, well, three AFC opponents Mm -hmm. and one of the best teams in the NFC. The NFC... The Rams win less impactful in the playoffs, but still for the overall record matters. But 13 and four is the answer because the AFC North, like, I I don't want to get into our next topic, but they will beat up on themselves. There's too many divisional games because it's spread over four teams. The Broncos, I think you can worry less about, you know, Teddy two gloves is good. And can play well at times. But I think that they're that Denver's a phony. So they'll, they'll start to crawl back into the pack. It's really about the Raiders, the surging Chiefs, because they have Mahomes and weapons and the Chargers. And then a very unique situation that the Titans have not crossed yet. They have the tiebreaker over the Bills, but the Bills do have some easy teams ahead. The Patriots are very unique because if, The Titans lose to the Patriots later on in the season. That brings them up very quickly. It -hmm. does. Now, the Bills and the Patriots, as we said yesterday on the show, they still have to play two more times, and one's going to be on Monday night at the beginning of December. That's going to be a great game. I mean, the the, the roads are colliding because Mac Jones has progressively gotten better, and Bill Belichick is still a great coach, right? I mean, nobody's denying that. I think four wins with the tie breaks you already have. I think that can get you there. So here's, here's what I think. I
0: think 13 and four is the most reasonable answer, but if you a 13 and four, you better not have two more AFC losses. And And that's, that's where it comes into this. And we'll talk about like who the biggest threat might be, but, The Patriots and Steelers, look, those two teams winning games helps your strength of schedule right now because, again, like we've said, the Titans have had – they have have played the toughest schedule according to Football Power Index that Hembo threw up there. They've played the toughest schedule thus far this season, but they have the easiest remaining. But the fact that you've seen the Steelers and Patriots start to rip off some wins here just makes your schedule tougher – than it would have been, which is something that's going to help you out when it gets to tiebreaker season uh, late in January, I guess now, because when the playoffs start uh, in mid-January. So Zach, my answer is 13 and four, but only one more AFC loss. But if you have, you can't afford more, if you lose to both the Steelers and the Patriots, and now you've got three total AFC losses, you're starting to get in that gray area of, somebody really threatening to take that home field advantage away.
1: I stand by what I said earlier in the season. If the Titans get the number one seed in the AFC, they're going to the Super Bowl. I believe it. I believe it. And they control their own destiny. They do. So, and I saw that in the comments. They do. It's up to Mike Vrabel and this team, Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown, Julio Jones in this defense that is playing, let's just say the old Sean Marion lights out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's playing like that. So I, I, I the running game is a concern. I, I Let's not sit here and blow roses. One of the biggest concerns that I have is that this trio from behind, if they're down 17 to 14, 17-10, which that kind of happens, this running game, they have to stay the course, right? And it's easier to stay the course with Derrick Henry. It's hard to stay the course when Adrian Peterson's averaging like two yards per carry, and is a shell of a man that he was, right? Yeah. I, I, there's some. It's not. It's not going to be easy, but they do have the the benefit of it being easier on them with the schedule and the road ahead.
0: Yeah, because we know the schedule, and I'll I'll throw up our schedule graphic that we created uh, earlier in the season. Right, it's you're looking at that right hand column. Saints, very beatable team because they have a backup quarterback. The Texans are terrible. Uh, the Patriots are getting a lot better. That's a big uh, a big game there in New England uh, coming up in three weeks. Then the bye week, and then you get Jacksonville. You have to win that one. Then you uh you go to Pittsburgh. Thursday night at home against the Niners. The Niners are a really struggleish team right now and the Dolphins and Texans again, two bad teams. So, you've got everything going in your favor down the stretch of this schedule. So, it's 13 and 4, but you can't have those two losses be to the uh to the Patriots and the Steelers, right? Like you've got to be able to only lose one more. AFC game the rest of the way. I feel good about the Titans getting the Texans twice, the Dolphins, and the Jags. There's four wins. Now, all of a sudden, you're right there at 11. You just got to, if you split the Saints and Niners and split the Patriots and Steelers, number one seed, first round by Derrick Henry, welcome back mid-January or whatever, whenever he comes back, and you got to feel good about yourself. So that's my answer on this. Now, Zach, you brought something up that's interesting because you said... And you've said this multiple times that if you think if the Titans get the home field advantage in the number one seed, they're going to the Super Bowl, which is it's interesting. Now, I think there's an interesting caveat about who I believe the biggest threat is to the Titans in the in the conference, and we'll get to that now. Who is? We'll ask you guys who is the Titans' biggest threat. To Ooh, the I, one I'm seed.
1: curious about this. I have my answer. I wonder if it's the same. Yeah. Who I think it depends the, on the research that you've done, and I look—you may have done some research. I—I well, I think I have a good, strong case on why my threat makes sense. Yes, but, and
0: uh, real quick, Far Shops on Twitch says, "Hey guys, do you read the chat?"
1: Yes, we do. There you go. All
0: right, so uh, it, with, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch right now. Still working uh, on Twitter to get back up and live there. But so, Zach, we'll ask who is the biggest uh threat to the Titans in the number one seed in the AFC. But real quick, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It's right there on the screen. The sweet Palisade. I'm telling you, that full-size SUV, I mean, it has all the bells and whistles. It's got third-row seating. And at a great price, Paynebone and his team will hook you up because they care about you. You mentioned A to Z Sports. They got you covered, maybe with an even bigger deal. I mean, who knows? There's only one way to find out. That's the quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Go to Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai. Test drive a vehicle, and they'll, they will find your perfect make and model for you, or you may be buying it for your wife, maybe your son or daughter, maybe they're sweet 16, maybe it's a Christmas present. But if you're looking for a vehicle, go buy and check out Wilson County Hyundai.
0: Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. They're the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM. Use the code ATOZSPORTS, and you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Here, so here are the steps. Download the app, use the code ATOZSPORTS, make your first deposit, and then your first bet is risk-free up to $1,000. Hey, guess what? Guess what's back tonight, Zach? College basketball. College hoops. Man, I'll tell wow. you what. The month of February, I built my bankroll on BetMGM off of College Hoops. And College Hoops is back. Also, A to Z Sports Picks is back this afternoon at 2, two o'clock Central Time with Brian Edwards and Alan Bell. So check that out on the same channel you're watching right now. Uh, presented by BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be president of Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. So we're asking the biggest threat to the Titans – for the number one seed in the AFC is who? Who is it? I think the chat is saying Ravens. The chat a lot of is Ravens saying, have come in. A lot of Ravens have come in. Now, it's Ravens, Bills. Now, if you look at the The Chargers are five and three. They're currently the three seed. The Ravens are six and two as a two seed. And the Bills, five and three. Raiders, five and three. Steelers, five and three. So I do find it interesting that Ravens, Chargers, Raiders are teams that are in this playoff run that the Titans don't play this year. So there is a lack of opportunity to get a head-to-head versus those teams, right?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll say mine. It's not the Ravens. The Ravens have too hard of a schedule for it to be Baltimore. Let's think on this. The Ravens still have to play the Browns twice, the Steelers twice, the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers barring injury prior to that December 19th game and the Los Angeles Rams. (laughs) I'll repeat it. The Browns twice. The Steelers twice, the Packers, and the Rams. That's the rest of Baltimore's record. And Baltimore didn't look great in the first half against Minnesota. They fought really hard to win that game at overtime. Mm -hmm. And they fought really hard to beat the Detroit Lions early on in the season. It's not the Ravens, based on their schedule. I also don't think it's the Bills, because the Bills do have a tough schedule moving forward, but the Titans have that tiebreak, which is huge. I think it's between two teams. Okay. And they're both AFC West teams. It's either the Los Angeles Chargers or the Kansas City Chiefs. Those how is are the, the t- Kansas City Chiefs? Because the Kansas City Chiefs, they have Patrick Mahomes. And I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes, I know this is not the same team, but I it's you never count out a guy like okay. that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why you're wrong about the Chiefs.
0: Chiefs are are this is crazy, Zach. The Chiefs are one and four in the AFC. They're one and four in the AFC.
1: They still have Patrick Mahomes.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They can't do it. They can't catch up. They cannot catch up to the Titans for the number one seed. They can't do it. Like you talked about, you me doing my research. The no, Chiefs no, I, I said it's the Chiefs or uh, the Chiefs or the Chargers. I said or not it, and I said or. Okay, then then remove the Chiefs because it can't be that. Because I,
1: I will that. not remove the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. I have too much respect for him at quarterback being the best in the league. I cannot just sit there and scrap him, regardless of the tiebreak, I do understand that. No, but you don't understand. Because I, listen, I, I do. listen, let me let me finish what I was gonna say. You saying
0: the Chiefs being one of the biggest threats for the Titans for the number one seed in the AFC means you think the Titans will lose four more AFC games? Because the only way, the only way the Chiefs supplant the Titans as the number one seed is if they, if the Titans have more AFC losses than the Chiefs, and really the and 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 less and more losses overall than the Chiefs. That's the
1: key. The road is not through the AFC record Austin it, 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 the road it is. is the Titans no the road is the Titans not slipping up that I mean we we preface this entire conversation Austin of the Titans taking care of business but if they don't if they lose to the Patriots away if they lose to the Steelers on the road and then they slip up against the team that they should absolutely beat you never know that that's what we are talking about This road is not just a lazy river right to the one seed. That's not how the NFL works. Any given Sunday, the Bills just lost to the damn Jags. So I say all of that because of Patrick Mahomes. My answer, based on the record and the research that I did, the Los Angeles Chargers have the best opportunity. The Chargers have the easiest schedule. And they've played really good football. They won a tough game in Philly this past weekend. But... Their toughest opponent, opponents are the Chiefs that we just mentioned. They've got the Steelers, which is a massive game on Monday night here in a couple of weeks. And then really, it's the Raiders twice. Yeah. They have the best schedule that sets up because they don't play the Titans, right? Right. I, I think, look, I
0: think there are only two answers to this question, and the Chiefs are not one of them. They are, and I think whoever said this, uh, real quick that Nicholas says the chiefs are essentially four games behind right now. There's just not enough chance for the chiefs to catch up to the Titans. It's just not feasible for what has to happen with the Titans schedule. Now the chargers, I can get on board with that. Now they are what two games behind the Titans right now. Uh, Cause the, the chargers are five and three. The Titans are, I guess they're a game and a half uh, behind the Titans right now. Cause they've already had their bye week excuse me. But, the answer is the Baltimore Ravens because they're on, <laughs> and I know, and I know you disagree because of the schedule, right? But like it's Murder's row, bro, you're going to, you're going to get killed. But, but the Ravens, what, here's my point is because the the Titans, I think the tight, I think the Titans are going to get the number one seed, but the biggest threat is the Baltimore Ravens because they are a half game behind. They're six and two. They have Lamar Jackson who can go out there and win games on his own And I know the schedule's tough, but they are currently ahead of the Chargers. And I I believe more in the Ravens' ability to fight through what they've already gone through. Like the Ravens and Titans are kind of similar in their injuries so far this year. And they've gone through, and they're 6-2 and with all those injuries. And so I think it's the Ravens. now.
1: The Chargers are more likely than the Ravens. The Ravens are more likely than the Chiefs. I'll give you that. But Austin... How are you going to get through Browns, Steelers, Browns, Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers? That's it's the a, end of your schedule. It it's doesn't brutal, let up.
0: I, I agree. But here's all right, here's my point, because I'm going to bring this up, because here's what the New York Times calculator says. And this is ridiculous. that The Titans have a 41% chance at a first round buy and unfortunately, I don't know what the New York Times has been doing since Sunday at 8 p.m., where they haven't updated their calculator yet because they don't have the Titans on there at 7-2 and two yet. So before they beat the Rams, the Titans had a 41% chance at a first-round bye. It's higher than that. It's higher. But, Zach, where are the Chargers on, your, on this list? <laughs> the Chargers are not right there. So if you look at the calculator... Uh, they say the biggest threat to the Titans for the first round uh, buy in the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. But again, the Titans have more than a double percent chance to get that first round by than the Ravens. So the numbers well, say if that wasn't
1: up. But but Austin, that that percentage is not true. The 18 percent for the Ravens is wrong because yeah. of the Steelers. The Steelers winning last night. They have to play the Steelers twice. I've already told you that, right? That percentage now goes down because they're a five and three team instead of a four and four team. I mean, yeah. So again, that that percentage goes down. It's it's mathematics, right?
0: Exactly. The Chargers have a seven percent chance to win the first round to get the first round by. The Chargers have an easier schedule. They do have an easier schedule,
1: but they're a game behind. What the computer doesn't know, (laughs) the computer computers are good. But the reason why they have a college football playoff is cuz it does take a human element. That's why they got rid of the BCS. It's just fact, bro. Like humans are smarter than computers right now, at least. <laughs> yeah. So but so you you can take into account for your opinion based on those percentage, Austin, but that computer doesn't have eyes. It doesn't have a mind. It yeah. doesn't know true football when you see it. It doesn't know tendencies. It didn't know how the Ravens had to scratch and claw in overtime to beat the Minnesota Vikings. It didn't see that. The computer didn't see that. Here's a
0: Scottish comment from Ian. Uh, the computer doesn't take into consideration how rubbish teams are. <laughs> I just love the term rubbish there, Ian. But again, and, and hey, Ryan, new subscriber on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, while you're on it. But again, now I, look, my point is, the Titans have such a head start to get this number one seed that the biggest threat is the Ravens. And I don't think it's going to happen because of the schedule. Friendly friend on uh, Twitch says 538.com has a Titan that a 61% chance with the Rams win to get the first round by. The Titans have the ability to cruise through this because they play such a bad schedule the rest of the way. And they've done their heavy lifting in the first eight games with Derrick Henry and their defense slaughtered the Rams on Sunday night. Now, here's here's the interesting caveat, Zach. I mentioned this in my tease to get to this conversation. So I said, you have said multiple times, if the Titans get the number one seed in the AFC playoffs, they will go to the Super Bowl, meaning they have home field advantage. I just said the Ravens are the biggest threat to the Titans for that number one seed. I think the Ravens are probably the second best team in the AFC this year. It doesn't mean they're going to be a two seed. It might, they might be the three or the four, but Zach in the Titans Ravens playoff history, the home team has never won in the Titans and Ravens playoff history. The home team has never won. It's been the road team. When the Titans had the one seed back in 2001, it was the Titans with Gary Anderson in Baltimore it was with the Titans in Baltimore uh, a couple of years ago with Kevin Byard picking off Lamar Jackson and then Nick King Henry, you know, just retiring Earl Thomas. And it was the, the Baltimore Ravens twisting Chris Johnson's ankle and the last year, the Baltimore Ravens in Nashville too. So that's interesting because that's well, five. And, and those
1: two teams hate each other. That's five it, it is data a rivalry. points.
0: Five data points of playoff games with these two teams where the home team has never won. Isn't that crazy? And we talked about this literally in January, right after it happened again. But it's just nuts to think that the Titans have had the number one seed twice in the AFC playoffs since becoming the Titans. Both times, the Ravens have come into that stadium and robbed the Titans of their Super Bowl hopes. And
1: I, know, I- I, you'd just rather have the number 1 seed in home field advantage. I, you take that no, every obviously. single day of the week. Yes,
0: you absolutely want that. You absolutely want that uh, because there's a chance that you don't see the Ravens. Because the Ravens would have to win two games to get to you. Well, And, and they can do that.
1: Look, the, the likeliness, and this is why I think that record and schedule, more importantly, comes into account a great deal. The Titans could have the benefit, if they take care of business like they should, to be up big against the Texans, big against the Jags, big against the Dolphins, big against the Texans again, and against Trevor Simeon this week, and they can avoid maybe some injuries. Where the Ravens, I mean, they're going to be in dogfights for seven straight weeks. Like, it is going to be hell on wheels. They're already beat up from the beginning of the season, with the running back situation, how are they going to come out of that after playing all of those tough opponents that I mentioned? Browns twice, Steelers twice, Packers. uh, The list goes on. Yeah, and Juan
0: says, Juan says after listening to Ravens' final schedule, they might not even make the playoffs. Like, the Ravens, according...
1: I've never seen anything like this, But again,
0: according to the the New York Times calculators...
1: The New York Times doesn't know... Shit, I'll just tell okay, you that. Okay, Zach, they, they don't. thanks.
0: I mean, you're like, I'm just, we're going off of the information that we've got and, and it's better analytical information based off of outcomes in the calculator. And look, we've, the New York Times has been doing this pretty well for the last several years, but the Ravens <laughs> well, have an 83% chance to make the playoffs.
1: They have a and, good algorithm. I, I'm not doubting that. They can crunch numbers, but they can't see. They don't know murder's oh, row oh, again, ahead Zach, for Baltimore. Zach, I, I'm not saying you just, only put
0: every like not all eggs are in the New York Times calculator basket. That's <laughs> I feel like just, towards
1: the end of the season, sometimes we think that.
0: No, I don't think so, but it uh-huh. gives us extra data to look at to go along with our eyes that we're talking about and watching the games. It's a part of the it's a part of the conversation. It's just like pro football focus. Pro I don't like pro football focus is you know, it's there for a reference if it makes sense again
1: it's just like spo (laughs) spo don't know spo the projections and and again i i value what computers bring to our universe right we use them every day i value that but i also understand that football is a human element game mistakes are made by referees mistakes are made by players yeah. Mistakes and mishaps are made by coaches, by replay <laughs> officials, hell, and we've seen that with hip-checking guys at, like last night. Uh, and that is something that I feel that is the organicness of American football is you never know at the end of the game what's going to happen, but I do know looking at the Ravens' schedule, they are not going to come out of that with the number one seed. I don't think they will either, but that's just because I also think the Titans have such a
0: stranglehold on the number one seed that the Ravens have the best chance to be a threat for it. But and if the Ravens can get man that 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 gauntlet that they're about to go through, if they are twelve and five, that's impressive, right? If they are twelve and five, and they did a damn good job fighting through that. But
1: they're still a good team, even if they're oh, twelve with and Lamar five, Jackson. They are a good team,
0: and they're a team that can beat anybody. But they can also get beat and and we'll see how it goes. But I, I do I do find it pretty crazy. Again, the title of the show is that the Titans have a ridiculously high chance to get the number one seed because they do. It's like basically 50% chance to get the number one seed. And there's eight games left, and they don't have their best player.
1: Man, that, what a what a As we talked about yesterday, a comeback story of a lifetime brought to you by Adam Schefter reporting live as Derrick Henry makes his return in the playoffs after his team has rallied around his injury to earn the number one seed and give him an extra week of rest for their king to make their Super Bowl run. I mean, that's what it could be. Uh, X Viper
0: says Von Miller is hurt. I don't know why everyone on A to Z is on his jock strap. When who is on Von Miller's jock? And and what are you talking about? Like, we haven't Von Miller is one of the best defensive edge rushers in football since 2014. Uh, yeah, he's really damn good. <laughs> like, what else is there to say about it? Who Who's on whose jock? I don't understand why. And
1: look, I, I don't know if you if anybody watched the Steelers last night. The Steelers have a tough road as well. You're if you're in the AFC North, <laughs> you pull your jock strap up because this is going to be one hell of a ride the rest of the season. Because the Bengals have proven that they can win. I, I think that they're a little phony, as we saw this past weekend. The Ravens have the X Factor and Lamar Jackson. The, then you've got the Browns, which are like they're they're hate beating people because they're because <laughs> Baker's getting hate on. And he really rose to the occasion. And now they've cut out a big distraction in Odell Beckham Jr. that could help their season. Nick Chubb and that defense still could play. The Steelers are unique. And Austin, I know you don't believe in the Steelers because of Big Ben. I get that. Like it's kind of been your that has been your script for years, and I get it. It's ever since Jared Goff. I
0: was proven right on Jared Goff. I moved on to Big Ben.
1: And, and you sprinkled a little Phillip Rivers last year, but he's he's gone. But I, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger, and a well-coached defense, that is a recipe to make a run. I think they peaked too early last year. I think they learned their lesson. I, the, the Steelers are I, – I, I would when not want to face cold, the Steelers in the playoffs. When I the weather say.
0: gets cold, can Big Ben do anything? Because the, Najee Harris is really good. But that Steelers offensive line is not doing much for him.
1: Old and, bones don't move as fast. I agree. But I, I'm i going to say, I'm going to go on record. If I'm in the playoffs, there's something about the Steelers that I don't want any part of. I, I'd, I'd welcome the Steelers in the playoffs. Did you did you been watching the game last night. Do you know they had T.J. Watt three sacks last night? matching Jeffrey Simmons' performance this past weekend. And I'm telling you, he, that guy is a beast.
0: Oh, yeah, he's up there for Defensive Player of the Year. He, he is an absolute stud, no doubt about that. But the Steelers gave up 21 fourth-quarter points to a terrible-ass team. And, you know, that J.J. Watt didn't stop that. And they had, uh, uh, not T.J. Watt didn't stop that. But the Steelers are not any good like they're just their their offense is such a detriment to them and i get the fact that that tj watts a freak but again like it's all about quarterback play in the playoffs and they don't have it and so i would welcome they don't have quarterback play or offensive line play and you're screwed in the playoffs if that happens i would so, welcome the steelers to nashville if I'll, they got
1: there i'll wrap a bow around this conversation here's the best part about this year right now the unfortunate events of Derrick Henry is not good, right? I mean, we we agree with that, but there is an opportunity for him to return. This is the year that you want to be in the AFC South in the Titans position. The one thing I do agree with the robots, iRobot over here, I do agree that the Titans dominating at 6-2 and two with all of those percentages, and dominating right there at six and two, making the playoffs, winning the division because of how bad it is, and the first round bye. I do agree with that, and they're fortunate that Patrick Mahomes is not this doesn't have the same team around him. They have the tiebreak to the Bills and the AFC North. They're gonna beat up on themselves. Look at the NFC, dude. You don't want to be in that conference. You got Tom Brady. You got, and I think that the Cowboys thing was an anomaly. I still think they're a good football team. You got Aaron Rodgers, who's now against the world, which usually means wins for the Green Bay Packers. You got a really good NFC West. I I mean, you're glad you're not in those are good quality teams.
0: You've got five teams with two or less losses. You've got the, the Rams, Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, Cardinals. And the Titans made the Rams look pretty mediocre the other night, but the Rams are still pretty good. Uh, And you know, so you've got a lot of teams right there, and the Titans are in a situation where you know there's a lot of three-loss teams that are jumbling things up, but the Titans have such a head start in the division where they can kind of cruise through. I mean, the schedule's it, right? All you got to do here. Here's the Titans recipe: you you win your your three divisional games remaining, the Texans twice, the Jags once, you beat the Dolphins, who are bad teams, you beat the bad, bad teams in the AFC. You split the saints Niners. And then you split the Patriots Steelers and you're, you're there. That's it. Now, obviously you want to beat the saints, right? Beat the saints. And now you're uh, eight and two, right? And then you take care of business against the Texans and you're sitting there at nine and two. And then every other win, the Patriots win is now gravy. If you get it. So, it's it's huge. It's huge uh, with what they have the opportunity to do, especially knowing the Derrick Henry situation.
1: Got to take care of business. And this defense has got to continue to play the way that they have. And Ryan Tannehill, I mean, I think there's two good things heading into the rest of the year for the Titans. And I think Mike Vrabel's now head coaching experience, going through some ups and downs, losing in the wild card round at home to the Ravens, losing in the AFC championship game, missing the playoffs in his first year. All of those things can kind of come to a head and say, how do you manage this group of men in this roster to correct and rectify all of the mistakes that every team makes, right? There's only one that gets to hold up the trophy. So uh, I'm not extremely critical of that, but this is the year that you can put everything together because you've taken care of business when you've needed to the last, let's say four, four to five weeks. And Ryan Tannehill, this is Ryan Tannehill's time to shine. He's the leader on this football team the rest of the way. He can prove by finger-rolling his way with a little Jordan leg action in the end zone, bringing A.J. Brown's stock up. Julio's got to bring his stock up. And that defense, man, uh, Shane Bowen has has changed the game with the new players that the Titans have.
0: Yeah, last thing I'll say before we switch gears here, uh, because I, I, Jerry brings us up saying the Titans need to keep that underdog mentality. And we've we've known this, that the Titans have thrived when uh, viewed as underdogs or dismissed as legitimate contenders. Well, now they've got the easiest schedule remaining. They are the best team in uh, the AFC. I I don't see a game where they will be underdogs the rest of the way. I mean, to be honest, like maybe at new England by a point, maybe at Pittsburgh by a point,
1: uh, yeah, Pittsburgh, probably.
0: Uh, but it depends depends on on their
1: record. Yeah. It depends on the the next
0: few weeks and how that gets there. But, uh, you know, I don't, I just, I really don't see the Titans. Like how can they, how can they operate as the favorite? Because we've seen this a few times over the last couple of years, you win three in a row, you beat the Eagles, you ask for more national attention, you lose three in a row. You know, it's well, just like... Well,
1: the good thing Lawan's not going to be yapping.
0: <laughs> he better not be. He's, in he's that not in situation, a
1: that's yapping. what got him. I mean,
0: right. But we, we, we've seen this, you know, we've seen this a lot. And uh, even the loss of the Jets. So I, I do think it's very interesting to see how the Titans handle the success because we've seen them not be great at handling said success and playing down to some competition. So... Uh, and, you know, Rich is right. AJ's got to stop dropping passes. Julio's got to make plays. Uh, no doubt about that. All right, now let's get to our Tuesday sports trivia. Zach, we are rolling. We are 73% chance, at uh, percentage after our 9-1 week a week ago with you out and Luke in. So we've got 10 sports trivia questions. Hang on with us because we need the chat's help. We need all of your help here to go 10-0. and 0. This might be the biggest audience we've had For sports trivia uh, ever. So hang with us. 10 sports trivia questions. There are two rules. One, no Googling. Two, no phoning a friend via text or call if they're in the same space as you. You can ask them. But Zach, let's get this thing going. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. So many different ways you can use them uh, to help you create extra cash flows for you your family. Also get long-term uh, equity, which means long-term wealth, which means your retirement plan is getting ready with Rent estate. State. And the best thing, you don't do any work. You just have money in your account every month. That's literally it. And renterswarehouse.com, they do all the work at renterswarehouse.com.
1: It is eSports. It is time for trivia. And we talked a lot about the Tennessee Titans. This week, they're playing the Saints. That means... We are going to be live at Mill Creek Tap Room. Mill Creek Tap Room, baby. Uh, uh, we were there last week. This yep, week, we're at the Mainstay, go. drinking Mill Creek. That's the best part. That's the partnership that we're riding with. The Mainstay home games come pregame and postgame with us. We've got you covered there. Two for ones Mill Creek beers right across the street from Nissan State. <music>
0: All right, Tuesday sports trivia, Zach. We are at a seventy-three percent record. Oh, I got a quick
1: pl- question. Yes. As Jarrell coming in and doing some cleanup work, were videos executed last week?
0: Yes, Luke did them. Okay. Excellent, our guy Luke. Way to go, Luke. And Luke reminded me. Like, he was like, "You, you got the video?" And I was like, "I was like, can you get the video?" He's like, "I can get the video." And then Luke got the video.
1: <laughs> All right. Today's ten questions come from reaching the 150 victory club plateau for NFL head coaches. So all these coaches have at least 150 wins under their belt. We Hmm. start with this question. I was known as Papa Bear and I won 318 regular season games during my legendary career. Can you identify me? Is it George Hallis, Don't Greasy Neal, Curly Lambo, or Weeb Ubank? I mean, there's some weird names back in the 19 like 50s. Hallis, Greasy Neal, Curly Lambo, or Weeb Ubank. He was known as Papa Bear, and has yeah, my, a 318 regular season wins. My thought was George Hallis, Bear, yeah. right? Yeah. That would make sense,
0: but I—I I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be. And you know, MB says Papa Bear is Hallis, so I, I think pa- George Hallis uh, is the very overwhelming guess here from the chat. I—that's exact. Before you named anybody, I had George Hallis in my mind.
1: All right, you want to lock it in?
0: Lock it in. Final a to Z, George Hallis.
1: Next question. Speaking of the Steelers, talked a lot about the Steelers today after their Monday night win. Hello. My name is Chuck Knoll. I coached the Pittsburgh Steelers to four Super Bowl titles. However, which team did I play for during the 1950s?
0: Oh, man, I
1: have no idea. The Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the Philadelphia Eagles, or the St. Louis Cardinals? That is a tough one. So where did Chuck Knoll play NFL football? The Lions, the Browns, the Eagles, or the Cardinals? We got some Cleveland votes. I want to say that's right. I I
0: had a uh, a Kevin Bacon attempt. I don't know if it's right. Uh, Dick LeBeau played for the Lions and then coached for the Steelers for a long time. Would that be a Steelers-Lions connection? I don't know if, if Dick LeBeau was under... Noel or not. Uh, Scott says, I'm from Pittsburgh area, guys. I Trust me, I know. And Scott was pretty quick with the Browns lock it in.
1: Then let's let's follow Scott's lead. Let's follow Scott. <laughs> we Brown, don't claim Scott's to be just stealers. Screaming
0: Browns, 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 Browns. <laughs> So finally, to Z, Browns.
1: All right. Which of these legendary NFL coaches graduated from John Carroll University in Ohio? Paul Brown? Bill Parcells, Vince Lombardi, or Don Shula. I'm taking this. I'm taking it. You know it? I know it. You know why? Why? Because I was on Don Shula's Wikipedia page a week ago. Don't ask me what I was doing while I was on the Wikipedia page, but I was researching Don Shula. I was fascinated by Don Shula. He died in in a residential area called Indian Creek in Florida. Had a very illustrious career. Maybe it was because I don't know how I got there, but it's Don Shula. Okay. There you go. Lock it in. Because I was like, this is a great trivia question. John Carroll? Yes. And he lived to be ninety two. He died
0: like the last couple of years, right?
1: Yeah, he did. I mean, I, I mean Lived a pretty good life, mostly in Florida, right? Like, and and I mean, Justin says, no Wikipediaing. No, that's the best part. Uh, I did that a week ago. <laughs> hey, I'm hands free, baby. I'm locking it in. Final A to Z, Don Schuler.
0: Uh, Fars and Chop says, uh, 92, same age as Austin. I'm actually projected to live till 96. Uh, I found that out recently. So. How does that, wh- how? That's just what uh, I was projected at for my whoa, lifestyle. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> what
1: is that? What does that mean? How, who projects? Uh, who do? We,
0: oh, I did. Uh, I get new life insurance, and based off of their uh, thought <clears throat> or their projection of the the survey that I took,
1: ninety six. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I I didn't know that that was a thing. All right. No, I don't want to be
0: that. That's too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on, yeah. Uh, I, but by by the time you're 96, that will be like 20, 50. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Modern medicine, <clears throat> maybe, maybe we'll be in a virtual reality world that you live a better life. You never know. Yes. All right. Next question. Bud yes. Grant coached the Minnesota Vikings to 158 victories in the NFL. He also coached in the Canadian Football League for which team? I
0: don't know. Ugh. But Bud Grant. Grant also recently passed.
1: British Columbia Lions, the Calgary Stampeders, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, or the Montreal Alouettes. Bud Grant. Bud Grant was the leader of the Purple People Eaters, right? Yep. So, uh, I mean, name the teams again. The teams are British Columbia Lions, Calgary Stampeders, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, or the Montreal Alouettes. Yeah, I don't know. Chat. I mean, there's 300.
0: The chat chat could just be guessing. Uh, Daniel says that he's Canadian and doesn't (laughs) watch the CFL. (laughs) Now, I, I do know. <clears throat> the Stampede, the Blue Bombers, and the Alouettes are real teams. I don't know if the British law- Lions are real or not.
1: This is tough. I mean, I do. I don't even know what Canadian football. is. I mean, Blue Bombers.
0: Is. Like, I think Blue Bombers. Uh, sure, Blue Bombers. Let's just go Blue Bombers. That's probably the most popular answer uh, in the chat. Blue Bombers. Finally to Z. Blue Bombers.
1: All right. Tom Landry was a Hall of Fame coach for the Dallas Cowboys, winning 250 games from 1960 to 1988. With which NFL team did he serve as defensive coordinator to coaching prior to the Cowboys? The Baltimore Colts, the Detroit Lions, the Philadelphia Eagles, or the New York Giants? God. The New York Giants. That's it. I think that's it.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Were you on his Wikipedia page too recently? I was. I don't know why I've been. Probably because you're in Dallas.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe so. I don't know what I was doing. And but it's the New York Ronnie. Giants. I'm, I'm taking two here.
0: Right. Okay, and, and we got Ronnie and Ed and uh, Ed's Ed's uh, outwardly as one of our older viewers, and so we we know that Ed. You know, we can
1: go with Ed. So I'm taking two today. To Ronnie go, says Jack.
0: Giants lock it in. All right, that's our fifth question, right?
1: That is our sixth question.
0: Okay, so Jeffrey says these questions are crazy hard. I agree.
1: Welcome to Tuesday Sports Trivia. Yeah. Up next, Dan Reeves won 190 games during the NFL, his NFL coaching career, which lasted 23 years. Which of the following teams did he not coach? We should be able to figure this out. The New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, the Denver Broncos, or the Atlanta Falcons. Well, Broncos and Falcons are out. Right, because he coached those. So it's between the Giants and the Cowboys. Dan Reeves coached the. He played for the Cowboys. He did not coach. The, he was not a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. When, when is that was what it he says? The head coach of the Giants.
0: Read, read the, read the question again.
1: It doesn't say head coach. He says Dan Reeves won 190 games during his NFL coaching career, which yeah, last. So it'd have to be years. head coach. Which of the following teams did he not coach? So he did it's not between coach. the Giants and the Cowboys.
0: He did not coach the Cowboys. There's no way he was the head coach of the Cowboys. No way. And you don't, assistant coaches don't get wins in the record. So it's the Cowboys.
1: I think so, too. Finally, it is the Cowboys. All right, next up. Paul Brown, who won 213 games in his NFL coaching career, most of them with the Cleveland Browns, Which team did he coach after he left Cleveland? The Lions, the Bengals, the Steelers, or the Eagles?
0: Bengals, right? That's what I thought. Because they play in Paul Brown Stadium. Or is that the the Cleveland Stadium?
1: No, that's the Bengals. Is it the Bengals? It's the Bengals. I
0: think it's the Bengals. Yeah, pretty sure it's the Bengals. Ronnie says Bengals lock it in. I trust Ronnie.
1: You want to lock Ronnie it Sneed's,
0: in? Ronnie Sneed's a, 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 an all-star trivia player. So let's go Bengals final A to Z. All
1: right. It's locked in. Two more questions. Which one of these coaches did not win 150 games in the NFL? Ugh. Vince Lombardi, Bill Parcells, Chuck Knox, Steve Owen. I'm going to say Steve
0: Owen and Chuck Knox did and i think it's going to be a lombardi or parcells but parcells I,
1: came back in
0: coach I, I think it's i think it's vince lombardi wait was vince lombardi an option in one of the previous questions early like first two
1: yes <laughs> that didn't yeah. help your theory
0: no it, it, maybe i don't know <laughs>
1: It's part, but I agree. But I do, I do know, I or do know this. I do know
0: this that there's never like there's never the same answer in a quiz. Like, so it's if it wasn't Vince Lombardi there, it opens it up to be Vince Lombardi here. I think it's Vince Lombardi because I don't think his career was long enough. I think I mean, Bill, Bill par- car- look, Hammer says Eileen Parcells and then Titans Cow says
1: Lombardi lock it in.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's Lombardi. I think it was just such a short career, and they didn't play a lot of games back then.
1: I I will I could get down with that.
0: Parcells coached for a long time, so let's go Lombardi. Lock it in. Oh
1: uh, well, I I did. Sk- I'm glad I caught this. I did skip over uh, a question. In 2000, which of these members? of the NFL 150 Victory Club won a NASCAR Cup championship with Bobby Labonte as his driver. Oh, this Joe is Gibbs. Joe Gibbs.
0: Yes, Joe Gibbs.
1: So uh, probably his so well That's
0: I it? So that's our 10? No, no,
1: no. There's one more. That's why I said I skipped over that. So we have one more question to complete 10. Okay. Final question. Oh, The late Marty Schottenheimer directed several NFL teams during his extensive career. Which team was he coaching when he reached the 150 victory plateau in 2001? That's the Chargers. Chiefs, Browns, Chargers, or Redskins? Ooh, could it be the Chiefs? I think it's the Chargers. I think it's the Chiefs
0: because... The Chiefs is where he was before the Chargers, right? When did
1: Joe Montana go to his playoff game? With the Chiefs? Yeah. In the 90s. Like,
0: mid-90s. Like, 95. Because they they fired him. The, the Chargers fired him in, like, 2009 or 10. Because he couldn't get over the edge, and
1: man, this is a tough one. It's Chiefs or Chargers? Two thousand one. What is the chat saying?
0: The chat is split between Chargers and Chiefs.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. I
0: now Austin, I would say I think, the Chargers. I
1: think we're nine and zero right now. The I, Chargers.
0: I don't know. The Chargers are probably the most popular answer. The Chargers were his last team. But 2001, I think, was too early for Schottenheimer in San Diego.
1: Ugh, I, th- I think this is our 10 and 0 if we get it right. I, I don't know, but we got to get this right. I-, I don't know. So when was Ladainian La Thompson drafted? 2003. No, it was earlier than that. It was like I think I think LT. Was LT the, and LT the, was it coached by anybody else? Are you sure? I LT might the have been Chargers, 02. huh? Uh
0: now Ronnie says who? Ron, again, Ronnie, I've already called him a trivia all star. He coached for two years for the Skins in in two thousand to 11, to two thousand one.
1: Well, the Redskins are an option here. They are. Yeah, it's the Redskins, the Chargers, the Browns, or the Chiefs.
0: So did he go Chiefs, Washington, San Diego?
1: I don't remember him. I I remember him in like Redskins gear, but I don't, uh, that is not popping out to me. God, this is tough, man. I... uh, uh, we got to make a decision. I say, I said, let's go. Uh, Brandon is saying that he uh, is. Oh, one. He got drafted the same class as Vic. He's the fifth overall pick. Yes. Is it a fifth or third? Fifth. I think it was fifth. Yeah.
0: I can't, I don't know what to do here. And Alex says skins. Uh, Ronnie says he was Brown's Chiefs, skins, then chargers. So I I'm with Ronnie, man. I, I'm with Ronnie. Let's go. Let's go with Washington.
1: Okay, Nick says he's from KC. It's not the Chiefs.
0: And then Eric's in all caps says Chiefs. What do you want to I do? Think, I think it's I'm Washington. I'm to do whatever. I think it's Washington. Washington. Washington.
1: Okay. You want to lock it in?
0: Yep. Finally A to Z.
1: Submitting the answers. All right. All right. While we you start. go through
0: these, let me tell you real quick about mandu.com mandu is the pulse of fitness one 15 minute workout is faster than our sports trivia segment we do know that (laughs) mandu.com again i did a workout yesterday it was it was fantastic it's 15 minutes of full body electronic muscle stimulation puts all the 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 pressure on your muscles to get stronger and build muscle mass targeting that hard to burn body fat and also making it easy on your joints and old injuries. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. And if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, you get a 100 bucks off your first month when you sign up right there at Mandu.com. All right, Zach, give us our our record, what we do here.
1: All right, first question. Papa Bear. Who was Papa Bear? Our answer was George Hallis. The correct answer, George Hallis. We were correct there. Chuck Knoll. Coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers to four Super Bowl titles. Which NFL team did he play for prior to that? We said the Cleveland Browns. The correct answer is the Cleveland Browns. He played a linebacker from 53 to 59. Which one of these legendary coaches graduated from John Carroll University? Shout out to to me, (laughs) John Carroll University. That's Don Shula, baby.
0: Uh, Shout out for (laughs) Zach for stalking John uh, Don Shula. Uh, Man, it paid off.
1: In 2000, which of these members of the 150 Club won the NASCAR Cup Championship with the old interstate battery, uh, was it the 11, Bobby Labonte? As the driver, Joe Gibbs, we said, Joe Gibbs it is. Ding! Bud Grant coached the Minnesota Vikings to 158 victories in the NFL. He also coached in the Canadian Football League to which team? We said... The Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Only forty-one percent of players have answered this correctly, and we are one of that forty-one hey, percent. It is the ding. Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Time
0: out. Dom says Austin Bud Grant's actually still with us. You killed him. That's a hundred-dollar fine. Make him pay up, Zach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you did kill him. You did
0: kill him. My bad, Bud. Uh, you sent bad. him out to pasture. I, no, Pasture's retirement. Uh, I, I I killed Bud Grant. He's he's been in Pasture. All right, we're five and zero. Oh, let's get this rolling.
1: All right, next up, Tom Landry. Oh, right here, Tom Landry, Hall of Fame coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Which team did he serve as defensive coordinator prior to Dallas? We said the New York Football Giants. It is the New York Football Giants. Ding. Dan Reeves won 190 games during an NFL coaching career, which lasted 23 years. Which following teams did he not coach for? How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? That is correct. Seven. Number eight, Paul Brown won 213 games in his NFL coaching career, most of them with the Cleveland Browns. Which team did he coach for after he left Cleveland? We said the Cincinnati Bengals, Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. We got it correct. Ding. Eight. No. Number nine, which of these coaches did not win 150 games in the NFL? We said Vince Lombardi. Only 38% of players have answered this correctly. And Vince Lombardi won actually 96 games. That is correct.
0: Boom. Ding.
1: Under 100. Parcells won 172, Owen won 151. Ooh, that was close. And Knox won 186. Last question. I think our hardest question, right? Yeah. yeah. Marty Schottenheimer directed several NFL teams during his extensive career. Which team was he coaching when he reached the 150 victory plateau in 2000? And one. Marty Schottenheimer coached in the NFL from 1984 to 2006. On November 25th, 2001, Schottenheimer reached the 150 club with his time with the Washington Redskins. We said Washington. 10, 10, only 25% oh. of players answered that question correctly
0: ding 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 and i'm with jay this one's for you ronnie sneed (laughs) Woo! how about that 10 and oh now let me get the math calculator out of here and see what we're at 54 out of 70 guys team team we're at 77 over the last (gasps) seven weeks we're coming back baby how
1: about that let's go Let's effing go, baby. I mean, we have never been in this position before this late.
0: No, this is insane. Where's Ronnie? Where's Ronnie Sneed? We need to give Ronnie Sneed a damn trophy. He's our Justin Tucker. (laughs) Yes. Ronnie Sneed from 65 off the crossbar in. Look, okay, real quick. How far off was Steve Levy last night on that last field goal kick? Uh,
1: I was, too. I will give Steve Levy grace. I was watching it, and I turned and I said, Oh, my gosh, it hit the crossbar.
0: Oh, my God.
1: How I, much were you drinking last night? No, I wasn't drinking. I didn't have a single sip. There is,
0: there is no way. I watched that this morning, and it looked no, like No, but you was... didn't
1: watch it live with the camera angle.
0: I the watched it.
1: The... the camera angle looks like it doinked. Uh, no, it did not.
0: No, no, that did not. I, it looks so short.
1: I saw it what so I saw.
0: Short. It was like it was. It literally bounced on like this, like two yards into the end zone.
1: Thank you, James.
0: But like Steve Levy's at the game. Uh
1: he was watching the monitor. So here, I I right. I, he was watching the monitor. He if, was if he
0: was if he was watching the field. And Mike Keith talked about this bonus bonus topic. I mean, we got to get going. Mike Keith talked about this. He he has the advantage of being radio, not TV. But Mike Keith always says that you wait for the referee to put their hands up before you say good or not. Now, this was a miss. But if you watch the actual field, you would be able to tell how short it was from the booth. Don't watch the monitors. Watch the field. Watch the refs. Rely on the refs to tell you good or no good, and then that also has you knowing that you got the distance.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it did. It needed like one to three to five more feet. Like it wasn't close. No,
0: it needed like eight yards.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. That was a good game though last night.
0: It was a good game. Very short. I was like, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lonzo says the hip check ref's been going to Mandu. Uh, Maybe so.
1: The Bears had the problem. They scored way too early. And Justin Fields, that's his youth. You could tell. You can't score that early. But Zach, and,
0: Zach, when you're the Bears and the Justin and Justin Fields, you don't worry. You
1: just score. Uh, I like, know, you, well, like, you know.
0: That's the situation, is that they don't need to worry about how much time's left. They just have to score points. That's, that's why they're the not Bears, a very
1: good football team.
0: Exactly. They're not worried about get that. They're not playing chess. They're just learning the game of checkers. <laughs> All right, great show today, guys. Ten and zero—that that fires me up. This is gonna be a great Tuesday. I mean,
1: we've been doing this for a year at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. So, so shout out
1: to the chat. we yes. had big shows this week because obviously the Titans, and I, I think people just love A to Z Sports. So, respect, real, That's real respect, real. That ten and zero. Shout out to the chat is a community effort. That's what we love.
0: All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Big Orange Podcast out on the podcast network. A uh, lot of other content up at the website. Titans, Vols, Preds, etc. Also, Buck Rising Live, A to Z Sports Prime Time tonight, and we will see you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday. Have a good one. Appreciate it.
1: Adios.